Welcome in to DC On Screen, a podcast about the DC Universe properties being brought to film and television. I am your host, David C. Robertson, and this is Jason. Hello. So uh, this is our news episode. Um, I th- there may be spoilers in this episode. Hey, wait, wait, what's kind? I'm not sure. I'm. I'm well. I mean, the same kind as anything. If it's been released, there is a possibility that we will talk about it. So ah. if you haven't caught up on Gotham or Arrow or The Flash or whatever, I mean, we'll have our uh, TV section a little later in the show. We're gonna just talk about some random news and and that that shouldn't be too spoilery. No, oh, okay. I was uh, I was afraid you were going rogue on me. I was preparing earmuffs. <laughs> no. No. No no worries on that, sir. Sure. All right, let's uh let's start out with some uh some non-DCEU news. Uh Rosario Dawson is apparently going to be playing Batgirl slash Barbara Gordon in the Lego movie in the uh the Batman Lego movie. Nice. With Will Arnett. So that's kind of cool. So she's crossing, uh, crossing both, both waters. Oh here. yeah, yeah. She's got she's got one foot in DC and one foot in Marvel. Actually, if you if you want to be uh, more specific, I mean, she played a character in uh, Sin City. So um, yeah, she's just kind of hopping around the multiverse, man. <laughs> Dark Horse, DC, Marvel. I know. <laughs> All right. Um, I'll try to get th- through this part kind of quickly. Um, but they're, they basically released an entire, uh, DLC Arkham Knight, uh, listing through to the end of the year. I'm not going to say all of this stuff. Christopher White, uh, our, our buddy Chris sent this to us. So, um, yeah, we've the, already talked about, this looked very thorough. It was very, very thorough. Um, we've, we have already talked about the stuff in October, but the big news I think is the November pack, which is going to be. They're, man, they're going to be opening uh, Batman vs. Superman Batmobile. Mm-hmm. We're going to get Batman vs. Superman Batman skins. Mm-hmm. Um, the Batmobile. Um, Wayne Tech pack. We've got uh, another episode. Arkham's, uh, sorry, Catwoman's Revenge. Um, God, man. A flip of a coin starring Robin. That sounds like a Two-Face story. Doesn't it? Um, <laughs> uh, more Robin skins. Batmobile skins. Uh Robin themed Batmobile skin, the original Tim Drake Robin skin, hmm. a Riddler themed Batmobile skin, and a whole bunch of new uh, AR challenges. Um, then we are in December. They're going to be bringing out Season of Infamy, most wanted expansion pack, which is going to uh, have missions for Killer Croc, uh, Mister Freeze, Mad Hatter, Rachel Ghoul. It's also going to have the uh, 2008 uh, Christian Bale Batman skin. Um, it's going to have the original <laughs> Arkham Asylum Batmobile. I just assumed the original Bale was in all of these games, and he was just woefully retired the entire time. <laughs> For some reason, I thought you were going to say woefully retarded, which also fits in with Christian Bale's Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I assumed he was somewhere not doing his damn job. Right. So, yeah, that's. I think that's really cool. They're they're really pulling out all the stops on, yeah. on these skins. And Sounds like on the Arkham Knight and expansions and whatnot. Yeah, it seems like the December pack or that, that villain pack was, was it's kind of just everyone they've ever actually constructed. Yeah, and, you know, I, mean, I, I got no hate. You've already it. built the characters, so throw them out there. Right. You already got the skins. So, um, a trailer, they released the trailer for Batman Bad Blood, the uh, animated um, movie that, that, that picks up right after Batman versus Superman. Right. It's the one Taylor this Swift thing, tried to ruin for you earlier this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually did. I didn't read it, but I saw a uh, I saw an article that said something like uh, six more Taylor Swift songs, which would be great titles for Batman movies. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I didn't read the article. Actually, um, <laughs> that actually sounds fun to put together. It, it, I probably will go back and, and, and look at it at some point. Right. Um, but this movie uh, picks up uh, right after Batman versus Robin. Uh, it involves the uh, supposed death of Batman mm-hmm. and the arrival of Batwoman and Batwing uh, in this version, uh, Lucius Fox's uh, son, uh, I think mm-hmm. his name was Luke Fox, as vigilantes in Gotham. Uh, Dick Grayson becomes Batman and teams up with Damien. Uh, they are they're trying to face down this new villain called the Heretic, who uh, commands a, a number of other villains. Uh, Hellhound, Electrocutioner, and the Calculator are all in this little team that he's put together. Right. Um, 
looked pretty cool. I'll see it. We'll 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 probably do a review of it on this show. Oh yeah, we'll probably we'll probably hit that up. It sounds it, it honestly when I looked at the um who they've got positioned where it kind of I, I wondered if they were just trying to get the actual weekly sales up because that's where they are in the books know. now. Is you know Bruce is kind of off well, a, a little bit of nowhere, and you yeah. know it's Dick Grayson with the cowl and everything. Right. Well, yeah, it was Jim Gordon. Yeah, and as far uh, as I know, it's Jim Gordon. No, nah, it's. But it, I heard it had gone back now to Grayson. Um, yeah, I heard Snyder say that the future is uh, the future of Batman is uh, Dick Grayson right. as opposed to Bruce Wayne. I I don't know how I feel about that, but the I, I'd give it six months to a year before Bruce is back in the cape and cowl. <laughs> That's the thing. Yeah, I, I, something has to survive at least two years for me to even begin to, con- to consider it part of canon. Mm-hmm. It has to be hanging around for like a good couple of years. I have to forget that I've been waiting to judge it. Long uh, at that point, I start considering it as a real possibility. Right. Um. So speaking of things that aren't canon, mm-hmm. Vulture has released a new mashup trailer called <laughs> yeah. Bat called Batman versus Superman, circa nineteen forty nine. Right. Uh, we'll we'll put a link to it in the show notes. It uh, features Kirk Allen from the nineteen forty eight serial Superman. Mm-hmm. And Robert Lowry as Batman from the 1949 serial uh, Batman and Robin. Now they they it's it's really fun. It, I I found it a lot of fun. It is because it, it, they don't try to um they don't try to mimic the new Batman uh, versus Superman trailer by any means. They just kind of do their own thing and they just took the words Batman versus Superman and used the footage that was there. Yeah, and like both serials involve it, it, train, uh, yeah. uh, you know, uh, train scene. Both of them. It looks like they are. Um, they didn't try to I force it too the name much or anything. I can't remember the name of it, but it looks like both actually um, filmed during the, um, or not during, but uh, at the. What, what are those big rocks in California? It's the same rocks that uh, Kirk <laughs> fought the Gorn at. <laughs> They're no in idea. like a million movies. Sounds like those an are incredibly like vague <laughs> question. <clears throat> It's a, no, it's a very specific location, and it's, like, I, it's I, in California. Yeah, I know, and like so many movies have shot there because it lo- it can look like an alien landscape. It can look like just a random desert yeah. with rocks. It can look like a lot of different things. I think Johnny Depp just tried but to anyway. sell some cologne by those rocks recently. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, so they mashed it up really well. It, it looks really good. It actually does to me look like they're this Batman versus Superman. Right. So, but the old style Batman. It's, right, it's, right. It's, it's it's a lot of fun. It was. It uh, it, it kind of made you. I mean, I honestly, weren't you when you were done? Weren't you thinking like, God, I wish I'd watched that movie fifteen times at this point in my life already. <laughs> I wish it was yeah. like one of those things that I knew about when I was young before <laughs> Keaton was even there, and I could just remember it fondly. Like yeah. when you were young, like you remember being. Well, no, you you didn't. Apparently, you didn't fall for it. I was young and dumb, and you know, watching Adam West, I was like, Batman. I did, it didn't occur to me that it was a joke or that the joke was on me at any right. point. I was just like, oh my um, god, I love watching Batman beat up people. Yeah, that's funny that you say that, though. Mm-hmm. That the joke was on you. Mm-hmm. Because there is an interesting theory going about. Um, I can't remember the person who said it, but um, this guy over at Movie Pilot, I think. And Movie Pilot is just kind of all manner of crazy. You never know what you're really going to get. But I thought it was right. an interesting theory. I really hope it's not true. But... Um, We've, we've talked before about how Batman versus Superman is not what the actual title of the movie is. It's Batman v Superman, as right. if, uh, as in like the the people versus Superman, right? Um, like in a court of law. But this theory puts together other theories around the internet oh, God. and also adds some stuff. Now we've talked about the theory that um, Joker in Suicide Squad and the Batman v Superman movie is actually. Um, Jason Todd. Sure. This theory says yes, he was a Robin, but he was not that Robin. He was in fact John Blake. Hmm. This theory suggests that Ben Affleck is not playing Bruce Wayne. He's playing Deathstroke. <laughs> because in in so far in the trailers, we haven't heard him be called Bruce Wayne. Um, he points out that Michael Ironside actually looks like uh, oh, wow. Deathstroke's butler. Mm-hmm. More than he does any other bu- any other Alfred we've seen. Um, it, that's just and, a vague concept, though, right? Like, I mean, I suppose well, Death, like Deathstroke the, probably would. Have, he travels a lot. He actually probably would have to have a butler if he has a house. But well, um, 
Yeah, I mean, he, yeah, he actually does have a butler, and I mean, he is pretty much the anti-Batman, and he did show That's up true. as Batman in, um, I can't remember the, the name of his super group that he had there for a while, but he actually did wear a Batman costume, and it they did point out that it looked a lot like Affleck's Batman costume. Of course it did. And the, the J on Joker's face stands for John, John Blake. Um... Also, if you take the first two letters out of, uh, sorry, the first two letters out of John Blake and the last two letters, it says joke. Um, he, he, he believes that Christian Bale will show up again Mm -hmm. as the proper Batman. Um, now I, I think this is all bullshit and I really hope it's not true because I'm fascinated by the theory again. Yeah, I completely agree. I'm, I'm fascinated (laughs) by the concept. This is. Absolute not. I mean, I can tell you right now at this point in the tale that all you've proven to me is that the person who generated this theory has a lot of access to medication. <laughs> like, there's a whole college dormitory that can't study for exams this year. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, I, I will say that, and this is pointed out again um, in this theory, the, the bullet holes, the bullet holes in the, uh, the, the scars on Joker's deltoids are in the same place on the robin costume that does bother me that does worry that me that one that's somehow is the be... single most concrete thing i've heard so far yeah and I, I've, I've already said i don't actually mind if he is a post robin that would kind of make some sense but yeah in this version like in this guy's theory like christian bale joker happened or like the heath ledger joker happened christian bale batman happened and commissioner gordon's dead that's why he's dead um Whole whole bit, man. It's all in the and oh, the Batman v Superman. Mm-hmm. It actually stands for Batman Five because if you take in the <laughs> take in Batman Begins One, Dark Knight Two, Dark Knight Rises Three, Man of we Steel. We have to make Man four. of Steel the fourth Batman movie. Yes, surely this is the point and where then, you take all the yarn and push pins off your wall and start again, buddy. And then Batman Five, Superman, Superman. Dawn of Justice. <laughs> oh man, I would. I, I I don't know what to tell you. If he's right, it's uh, possibly a sign of the end of the world. Now, if he's right about most of that, I, I will be more appalled by this movie than I've been in a, in a very long time. Yeah. And they're saying, he well, he's saying oh, that you also... Know, we've talked a couple times about, like, the, would we ever walk out of this film? I'll tell you, if I see ba- if I see Bell, I'm walking out of the film right then. I'm not. Oh, I'm going to have to. Now, don't get me wrong. I'll come back and pay more money just to watch it, but I won't be able to handle the emotion of the moment. I'll have to leave. Probably go stand around and... Now, importantly, um, his little theory uh-huh. says that um, it's hinted at, and in, in, in he's got a lot of stuff backing him up, like, based on what we've seen. Um, but, um, and I've mentioned most of that here. I can't remember all of it, honestly, and I didn't actually want to sit and write it all down. Um, because <laughs> this that, is not, you know, would... detailed true news. This is a theory. Yeah. Um, and it would bring but, you to the depths of this guy's sanity. Um, and one of the things he pointed out was that there was a very detailed Christian Bale action figure mm-hmm. that was released online that said, it was the new suit for Batman v Superman. And uh, people flipped out, going, "Well, why does it look like Christian Bale?" And then it, you know, Warner Brothers said, "Oh, well, that was a, like a clever fan mock-up." <clears throat> and then it didn't look anything like the the stuff that they came out with, with Can't Ben they Affleck. Just give them the real Two, answer to that is, "Oh, we didn't pay enough to pay enough attention to our production process, therefore the action figure's shitty." Thanks, kids. <laughs> it also um, he also brings up the fact that Christian Bale was actually offered. $50 million to show up in Batman v Superman. And then like almost immediately after they, they announced Ben Affleck. I don't, I don't remember yeah, him ever being yeah. really pitched the role. Did he get off? I don't remember role? that either. I, I think I don't remember that. I'm almost sure around that time that like people were talking about him because he's obviously, he was the guy at the moment mm-hmm. he was currently holding them. I'm almost sure. I remember it's like seeing him say somewhere. No, I'm not doing that again. Yeah. Right. But no, they also they also point out the uh, what what is it the BG song is that what it is mm-hmm. and um, uh, Suicide me. Squad yeah the joke was on me uh-huh. and uh, so and you notice the joke is right underneath the R on haha jokes on you Batman or whatever it is in the Batman v Superman trailer. I don't I don't know I don't know <laughs> again man so yeah so it's, many it's stretching it so hard attention. <sighs> 
attention deficit medication was abused during the course of this this theory. Yeah. So anyway, I just thought that'd be kind of a funny thing to talk about real quick. I I'm fa- I was fascinated. I really am. Yeah. I mean, if any of that turns out to be true, I I this hats uh, off. God. His Schwartz will be well, much greater than ours. Yes, I will say hats off for now. Right now, because if it does does turn out to be true, I, I have no time to say it. I won't even have time for this podcast because I'll be <laughs> trying to figure out wh- whose homes I need to gas and burn. Right. <laughs> um, or I'll just agree that DC is doomed and I'll just, I, I don't know. Right. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where this podcast will stand then. No, I, I'm sure we'll be back. Just It'll be an hour of us just crying. Just an hour of heavy sobs. Right. Speaking of heavy sobs, um, <laughs> Bob Kane is, uh, well, he's getting a star. He got a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame on October 21st. Mm-hmm. No mention of Bill Finger. Now, uh, greatest plagiarist of our age. Yeah. Is that worth a star? Well, hey, I mean, St- Stan Lee has his star. I know. No mention of Jack Kirby. Yeah, that always seemed rude. I, I figured they were punishing him for the new guts. That's mm. what you get for... You, you know, your hatred of the new gods... It's not even all of them. You. I like a lot of them. It's just granny goodness. That's just you. It's just yeah, granny yeah. goodness. I like, granny goodness. I, 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 I dislike her in a way that it kind of like <laughs> seeps over onto the other new gods. Yeah, I know they're Actually, good. Actually, damn it. I'll say this. Best version of granny goodness I've ever seen was on Smallville. Yeah, you've said that. and I, I if Genuinely any... f- creepy. Yeah. And as I promised, I'll, I'll find out about that by next year and probably agree. Hopefully it'll get me over some of my hatred for that because it's it's. About I really time enjoy I what they did with her. Dead, damn it! Yeah, I don't want to spoil you on what they do, but yeah, it's, it's for actually. For God's sake, I really don't! Like I got to watch ten seasons. You need to leave me as much meat <laughs> on that hook as you can. <laughs> hey, give me a fighting chance, dude. <laughs> oh. Warner Brothers announced uh, the Lego DC Comics superheroes Justice League Cosmic Clash, mm-hmm. where the Lego versions of the Justice League will battle Brainiac in the future with the Legion of Superheroes, and that's going to be coming out in 2016. Cool. Um, I think that we didn't mention last week, Jared Leto, um, actually both Jared Leto and Mark Ruffalo uh, <laughs> from the from the Avengers there. Went to the New York Comic Con uh, um, in disguise. Jared Leto went dressed as a giant ape and posed with Joker cosplayers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, and basically, Mark Ruffalo did the same thing. He was just in a uh, this. I don't know what it was. It was a weird like Muppet looking thing. I um, I didn't even look at the costumes. I just saw the gag and left. Mm-hmm. Now. Um, Apparently, Justice League Dark or Dark Universe mm-hmm. is uh, set to start filming in 2016. Guillermo del Toro, uh, he did recently back out of the project, which right. sucks tremendously. True. Um, but they have given the reins over to producer Scott uh, Ryden, who produced uh, Ek Machina and Steve Jobs. And they're looking into directors Steve and Jobs? trying to finalize uh, the new one. The Fastbender one, right? The Fastbender one. Kutcher's the, the was Kutcher, just named Jobs. Kutcher was just Jobs, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, um, and Steve Jobs is actually getting really good reviews. Yeah, so, I mean, um, you, you pretty much, when you put Fastbender in there, you did most of the work for yourself. Yeah. That was... Actually, Kutcher's pretty good in, uh, too, in a lot of things, I, when he does dramatic roles. Yeah. I heard he actually, like, tried the fruitarian diet to, to stay mm-hmm. on method and ended up hospitalized about four weeks in. <laughs> uh, Gotta have your vitamin supplements, man. Kind of funny. Okay. So, yeah, they're looking at directors and trying to finalize the script. I, I don't know if it's this. We don't know if it's the same script that Guillermo did, uh, turned in, but um, apparently the plot is rumored to involve a madman stealing ancient tomes in hopes of destroying humanity. And uh, in order to stop him, John Constantine calls upon the aid of other paranormal and supernatural beings such as Zatanna, Dead Man, and Swamp Thing. Awesome. So All of that yeah, sounds man. awesome. Let's do it. I want to see all of them. And yes, of no, course, no. we want to see Matt Ryan, but... Yes, we do. Probably not going to happen now that he's on Arrow. <laughs> probably not going to happen. Um, there is a big rumor going around. Humberto uh, Gonzalez over at Heroic Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Um, is, uh, this is a rumor. He's saying, though, that WB is looking to go more of a team route, and that'll make sense. You know, It, it kind of ties in with the Justice League Dark announcement. 
um, that they're also going to be setting up a Teen Titans movie mm-hmm. and an all-female team, most likely Birds of Prey. Again, don't know if that's true or not, but I would love to see a Birds of Prey movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd love to see a Teen Titans movie. Let's do all of those things. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm telling you, man, Teen Mon- like the Teen Titans, are they're, they're a walking mitt. I, they always make money. Yeah. And I'll, I'll say this, man. I mean, if they're actually thinking about doing a Teen Titans movie, yeah. that lays to rest, that probably, I'll say, lays to rest a lot of the conjecture involving Dick Grayson and or Jason Todd being the Joker in Batman v Superman. Because I don't imagine that um, they're going to have a Teen Titans without a Robin of some sort. And it's generally Dick Grayson who's in charge of that. Generally, yeah. And... You know, you've always got Tim Drake hanging around. He, he, I think he fits in nice if you want to use him instead. Yeah, but I mean, he was fine in Young Justice. Yeah, I thought he did a great job there. But uh, now, also, though, I mean, if they're looking for teams, good team movies, just throwing it out there: Red Hood and the Outlaws. <laughs> I'm gonna make you that movie one day, Dave. I could have to film it in my backyard with a red plastic bag. I'm gonna make you that movie one day. Right. Now, there's been a lot of uh, conjecture that Doomsday is going to be in Batman v Superman, but uh, Batman v Superman, the um, the visual effects just wrapped on it, and uh, one of the 3D creature artists, Sean Ray, mm-hmm. um, actually had this to say on social media. He said, Batman v Superman has wrapped one of the best films I have worked on. My inner child is happy. Um, I'm the biggest Superman fan ever, so it was a dream to work on it. Looking forward to seeing it on the big screen in March. I can't wait. Good job, everyone who worked on it. And then a fan asked if Doomsday was in the movie, and he says, unfortunately, Doomsday is not in Batman v Superman. Maybe in a Man of Steel sequel or a Justice League movie, maybe. Mm. So it looks like Doomsday is not, unless this dude's just lying. It, I mean, it's it looks possible. Like I could swear there's press. God, maybe we just got so used to the idea that we forgot whether there's a real citation, but... I could swear well, there was press over the summer saying that Doomsday was actually involved. Yeah, but just like anything on the internet, you get news and they say, it's confirmed, and then it's not confirmed. Yeah, I, just, so, I could have sworn it was WB press, like WB releases. Yeah. Uh, fuck, I, I, don't I, don't even, I don't know anymore. It's a cave of know. flipper hands and lies. I don't fucking know. <laughs> flipper hands and lies. Yeah. <laughs> That's all they ever feed us. <laughs> Well, hopefully this isn't a lie. We're going to starve on that diet. <laughs> this is an old piece of news. This is from 2014, but I'd never heard it before. And I haven't seen it cited before. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen it cited almost any... I haven't, this is, I've only found it in one place. Mm-hmm. Um, Always a good sign. Yeah. And it was just a random article. Um, and they did. They cited Jeff Johns. Apparently in a 2014 article, they did cite where he said it. But I had never seen it before, because this was before we were doing the podcast. I didn't look at every piece of news back then. But um, he's quoted as saying, We look at it as the multiverse. We have our TV universe and our film universe, but they all coexist. See, I... Now, that last part is the part that's important to me, because it makes me I feel know like that they line's are out ramping there. up a I've, new crisis. I've read that line a couple times. Yeah. I know that quote's out there. Mm-hmm. And it, it was a lot of... Uh, first time I heard it was when people were asking him about, you know well, why did you just cast another Flash? We have a perfectly good Flash right here. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when I started hearing stuff like that, and I, I I know I've heard that quote for a while. That's been his philosophy. Yeah, I just, I mean, this dude is working as a producer on these films. He, he is co-writing, some, uh, man, it's Jeff Johns. Yeah. If he's, he's saying they all coexist, then I'm really hoping that the, these movies are successful and we actually do get a crisis on infinite Earths of some, or of some sort. Right, yeah. I mean... I'm just saying, like, I'm just, you know, putting some more putty into the foundation. <laughs> hey, like we, we, as we've said before, we keep hoping. Uh, and he's at this point, he's counting on it, and it seems to be part of what DC is uh, doing right now in general with uh, mm-hmm. th- with that loose continuity idea they've they've got going on. Hey, someone really needs to send them like a cutout of the word oxymoron in the dictionary. Just pop it over <laughs> to the offices. Maybe get a plaque for him. Right, but um. They are really into that whole idea that there's the, the we we have the tight the things we know which should by the way include Bruce Wayne being Batman so whatever but the things we know and we right. absolutely are sure about and then there's as it expands outwards you know it gets into more of a well it could be that way and man it, it 
Mm. The problem with it is you never know where you are on that. Like, I don't know how how much stake to have when I'm uh, reading one of these stories anymore. <laughs> like, yeah, they've they've done that to me. Where I don't know when it's real and when it's fake anymore. Like, when is this an Elseworld tale? Why does this? Well, have I think a- the I, I think the I think the thing you should take away from it is that everything is real and nothing is real. Right. It's all multiverse. It, it happened in somewhere. Yeah. You know, the only real hope I've actually found in it um, is that. Well, they still follow the money after all. So if nothing is real and everything is real all at once, then anything means nothing and nothing means anything, and that's all fine. Because what actually does mean something is what we like. If we like it, we put our money to it, we buy it, we decide continuity. Because it'll stand if we fucking say so. Yes, but as the people who read comic books have shown, the money is in the multiverse. The, The money is in not knowing. Because every time they revamp... Their sales jump. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Every time they revamp, their sales jump. So That's it's true. not like we're, you know, the fans are voting with their dollar and saying, we don't like this. They're saying, let's do another revamp. Let's do another one. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever, man. What if we you just make number one? We'll just make Batman red. It'll be, put it out there. Let's see how it does. Yep. So uh, jumping over to TV news. Uh-huh. Um, and we don't have very much this week for TV news. Mm. Over on Arrow, Wendy Miracle says Malcolm Merlin's character for the fourth season will apparently uh, revolve around Thea and trying to be a good father while also being the very evil, badass Rachel Ghoul. Mm. He says we, or she says, we want to restore him to more of the season one Malcolm who was going around and messing up Oliver's plans and anyone else he can cross paths with. Um, so Why? I liked him as the reluctant sidearm. I know, I know. But um, now saying he, the father thing, though, maybe uh, maybe she does stay around in Endeavor for a second. Yeah, and you know who else was? Uh, you, you know something that uh, evil season one Merlin was into? Earthquake machines. His son Tommy. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> um, Is, my long-standing belief that Tommy will be resurrected in the Lazarus Pit. No man, um, he's as as dead as the earthquake machines that buried him. <laughs> now, uh, she also spoke a little bit about Nyssa and said that uh, she's definitely not going to be on board with Malcolm as Raish. We're hoping to take that in a, in a cool, very fighty fight oriented direction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, over to Supergirl, uh, we now have a confirmation that Toy Man is going to be uh, her, her friend's father, Windshot's father. Okay. And he's already been Toy Man and he was in prison. Yeah. Oh. So. Oh. That is the nature of their relationship. So they have themselves a, a veteran villain hanging around that universe now. Yep. Okay. You gotta have Speaking one. Of villains. Let's go over to Rise of the Villains in Gotham. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did, recently did sort of a uh, press junket and talked to lots of uh, the cast members. Um, Robin Lord Taylor says that there's going to be a lot of interaction between Nigma and the Penguin. Really? They're going to like team up. Oh, sounds that sounds fantastic. Great. Yeah, I didn't. I really, I hadn't foreseen any kind of path crossing with those two, but... <laughs> yeah. Um, one of the big things was uh, Barbara said that her big motive is to get back with Gordon. So that's what uh, that's what Barbara's uh, big motive that's, is. Season, she's apparently. suggested it a couple times. And I, could they have named something uh, that you would be less interested in? They could have. They could have. Do you have an example? Because I, I can't think of any single thing that I would be less interested in than how her and Jim are doing. Her becoming Harley Quinn. Mm, that's, that's just actively scary. Sure. Um, Theo Gallivan, as apparently, he <clears throat> said uh, his history with the city and the Waynes will come to light. He's going to go after Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. Bruce Wayne is the key to the, to the puzzle. Bruce is at the heart of Theo's avenging story. I'm not sure exactly what that means, except that Bruce Wayne is going to be in some danger. So he's... Now, uh, here, here's... Well, I think they were going to... Hmm? Did they cast... Uh, or haven't there been... Some mentioned that maybe Thomas Wayne was coming back a little bit. Some flashback scenes to maybe him, Theo. Uh, maybe. I haven't seen that. We'll see. That may be a thing. I haven't seen it, though. Um, now, here was an interesting thing. Like, you know, it's, it's out there. The video's out there. But Ben McKenzie said something, and it seems like, it seemed to me like about halfway through the sentence, he kind of got real weird, like he wasn't supposed to be saying this, mm-hmm. and then reluctantly, sheepishly finished his thought. But um, in reference to Jerome... Mm-hmm. He said, people who die, and when he says die, he put up his little quotation fingers, oh, God. in Gotham have a, have a second life mm. to them, and that life comes, th- uh, and that life comes through the tinkering that Strange and his group are doing with the bodies in the morgue. Oh, that's just, 
That's just weird. Yeah, so apparently uh, Hugo Strange is going to be working in the morgue and bringing back people. <laughs> it's just... Okay. I mean, okay. He needs and to get on it, because uh, Jerome's rotting right now. Yeah. Speaking of uh, people, though, who uh, died, uh-huh. apparently, Robin Lord Taylor once again points out that he really wants Fish to come back. Fish Mooney. He's, he points out that Fish can swim. <laughs> ha ha ha. And come we on, never dude. saw a body. Yeah, it's the never saw a body thing. But they can't have it both ways. We saw Jerome's body. They 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 yeah. like zoom in on it. Yeah. So don't pull the oh we never saw the body. No, you've got a dude in the in the basement resurrecting bodies. Don't <laughs> it's you never found her body. That's the thing. <laughs> I know. These people are confusing oh, me now. Man. And they're doing it deliberately. <laughs> Alright, let's you want to move over to listener feedback? Yeah, man. Alright, so um we got a, a response from Edward Wheat on the website. He says, hey guys, great podcast. Uh, I'm not a DC fan by any means. Uh, I'm more of a Marvel person. Mm-hmm. But I like how you guys know so, mu- so much about DC that it makes me a fan now. My question is this. Does The Flash have any iconic villains to face like Batman and Superman does? I mean, some of the basics are Captain Cold, Mirror Master, Trickster even. I mean, they, Trickster, they've brought up... Gorilla Garad. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Gorilla uh, Garad's really one of the more... Uh, He's hard to say. His name is hard <laughs> to say, apparently. He's he's hard to pronounce, yeah. But it's okay. He just Gorilla Grodd. He just thinks his yeah. name at people anyway. So what the, hell, what the hell does he care how hard it is to say? Right. I mean, uh, you know, uh, I would say no to his question. I don't think The Flash has the iconic villains that the others have. But because I think that was mainly because The Flash has not um, traditionally been as popular as Batman and Superman have in pop culture. Like, The Flash has only had, what, one television series and shown up on a couple of animated series. Yeah, so, th- th- he's he's not had as much chance to have a real freestanding rogues gallery. Like, like the, the Batman mm. rogues gallery is, at this point, so... It's so much a part of Americana that you can take them and put them elsewhere. You could take the Penguin and put him in a Flash comic, and no one would think twice mm-hmm. about it. But if you take Captain it, Cold it, and know. throw him at Batman, everyone wonders who the hell he is. Right, and they actually kind of did that in uh, Identity Crisis. They brought in Captain Boomerang mm-hmm. and had him kill Tim Drake's father, just out and out kill him. Like this is this is like a he's this is a merc man. He, I mean, he's like a badass, yeah. but because he's called Captain Boomerang and he throws you know trick boomerangs at people that blow up and shit, right. no, no one takes him seriously. Yeah, but the character himself, I mean, he's gonna be in the Suicide uh, Squad movie. Um, he's been an Arrow in the Flash. He looks great in the Suicide um, Squad movie too. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, you know, th- there are lots of cool characters like Gorilla Grodd. He's a telepathic sentient ape who actually has ties to the Speed Force, and um, he has his own Gorilla City. By that's, sentient, that's hidden behind I mean, a cloak. Yeah, he's got his own Gorilla City. Like by sentient, he's he's not like Luthor smart, but close. He's damn devastatingly close to intelligent. Yeah, and I mean the trickster James Jesse, as portrayed by Mark Hamill mm-hmm. numerous times. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, this guy is basically, uh, you know, uh, some somewhat of a cross between the Riddler and the Joker to me. Like, he just he he's uh, he's psychotic. He's crazy. He's awesome. But that's a little bit of so, the problem that some people have with the Flash's characters is if I name mm-hmm. one character, you can be like, if I if I say, well, Captain Cole, you're like, oh yeah, like Mister Freeze. No, I, like the Trickster. Right. Oh, you mean the Joker? Damn it. Yeah, but you know, Captain Cold is not like Mister Freeze. Not uh, at all. Captain Cold is very deeply disturbed very emotional very <laughs> just he's flat out evil mr freeze is always more of a emotionless less re, you know re- and let's he's not a, forget captain cold he's an anti-villain, was you know? yeah and, <sighs> mr freeze in batman started out as mr zero and he was nothing more than a secondhand captain cold in a lot of ways right so i mean in a lot of ways captain cold was a better <laughs> character before mr freeze was a, be- a good character by a long shot. Yeah. But Mr. Freeze didn't even become a good character until what, nineteen ninety two when the animated series came the out? The moment Dini, Dini just did something. Completely rewrote with him. all of that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, Yeah. So the answer is no, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I would say the answer is if you're not trying to compare him to the uh the, the Gotham gallery, you've got I don't think there's anyone in there that's particularly f- like at failing at being a villain. Uh, they're all pretty damn good villains. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just, I suppose, different, and they haven't had their own time Not, to to stand around and and man, they haven't made like fifteen freaking Flash movies. But there's a new yeah. Batman property now coming out me, every two three years. Now let me say though, as far you want iconic, 
or you know, epic at the very least, maybe not iconic, but epic. Mm-hmm. The reverse flash, holy shit, man. Yeah. The reverse flash caused the flashpoint paradox and pretty much destroyed the DC universe as we knew it mm-hmm. and caused the new 52. I mean, this is a bad mofo right there, <laughs> I'm telling you. He's, he's done some harm. No doubt about it. And no. I think they're as good mm-hmm. as anybody else. I, part of their problem, you know, is they just don't have, like, their names aren't as cool. They're just not. Yeah. Reverse Flash sounds weird. Yeah. It does. They have some marketing Captain issues Boomerang, over there. Captain yeah. Cold. Yeah. A lot of captains. Mirror Master I always thought was okay, but people don't like Master at the end of things. I do I do love that bit from uh, Justice League Unlimited when the trickster's in the bar drinking. Mm-hmm. He's like, man, they won't listen to me. They'd probably listen to me if I was a captain. <laughs> <laughs> no, they wouldn't, buddy. All right. So uh, thank you for the for the nice comments, Edward. Um, we're glad to have you as a listener. Please write in again. Uh, if you have any questions, ask us. Let us know what your thoughts are on uh, well, any damn thing you want to. Mm-hmm. That's the standing uh, policy. Ky- yep. Kyler Hannon on Twitter mm-hmm. says, uh, thanks for ruining the Nolanverse for me. You're welcome. I did. I favorited the tweet. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm guessing he didn't mean that in a good way because he didn't actually, um, he, he isn't following us on Twitter. So <laughs> He just thought, what a bunch of dicks, and moved on with his life? <laughs> I guess so. What a bag but full it, of penises. If we ruin the Nolan verse form, I mean, I guess you could take it as sort of a, like, oh man, they screwed it up. No, Nolan ruin the Nolan verse. Yeah, I, I have I have the mixed feeling about it of, on the one hand, I hate ruining things for people. I do. I, it, it sucks. I hate, it hap- I hate it happening to me. Same time, we didn't make that fucking movie. Well, ruining as far as giving spoilers, that's one thing. Oh, no, that is absolutely yeah, I, I do hate that. unforgivable. I mean, if he just hadn't watched but, the movies yet, then, you know, come on, dude. I, I feel like if he says thanks for ruining the Nolan verse for me, and he had already seen it, and he loved it, and we showed him why it was shit... Then, and by the way, we did say the Dark Knight was the best Batman ever put to screen. That is also true. We also said the Dark Knight Rises was the worst mo- Batman movie ever put to screen. It was exactly like I'm, we were kind of hard on Batman Begins, but we had it. We gave it yeah. some breathing room. We were actually not as yeah, hard we on the Dark Knight as, as uh, yeah. Like we, the Dark Knight itself. Come on, man. We liked the movie. I I went I went to the theater twice. I went to watch it again because I enjoyed it. You know, I, I went. I went probably four times total. And it wasn't just to go back and find new ways to make fun of it. It was just I really enjoyed the movie. Yeah, but um, I mean, it, but if ruining it and, means that he liked it and 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 now he doesn't, that means that he now agrees with us. It just means that you. So if you took, why be mad at us? Yeah, <laughs> yeah the the bears are bad news. I guess your lack of observational skills made you love the thing in the first place, and then listening to us. We obviously turned you around on that. It's about making smarter fans for me. Like, please pay attention to these things. Don't just go as Batman is awesome. Pay attention to the movies you're watching and pay attention to what they're doing to your characters and what those characters are putting out there to the public. I don't want to be part of the, uh, of, of a world where, you know, uh, the mainstream thinks that Batman is something he is not, or any of these characters is these these are they're precious to me. <laughs> I I understand, and uh, I mean, and as for plot holes, well, hell, your ass should be t- paying attention to that anyway. Well, I mean, plot holes are a fine thing to not pay attention to. That's the the point of the suspension of disbelief is to let you like briefly levitate over the plot holes. That's the whole fucking thing. It, yeah. You can find a plot hole in damn near anything. Um, sure, but. Eh. It was just thing is we Batman Begins well, was a fine I'm not talking start. About slight continuity errors. Yeah, no, no. I'm not talking about slight continuity errors. I'm talking about big gaping big holes, big gaping and giant holes in the and... middle of the Middle East that Bruce Wayne climbs out of. <laughs> I, so I don't know. Yay or I'm sorry, Kyler. No, I I can tell Whatever. you. I mean, I'm genuinely sorry that if if we ruin the movie, I actually I, I hate that we've ruined a good memory. But at the same time, The Dark Knight Rises did so much emotional damage to me to watch that I. I, I don't I, I can't be responsible for my contributions to the world post watching it. I can't. Right. And you know, you can just kinda pop on and say, Well, those guys are dicks and pretend that you love it, even though you know secretly deep down in your heart that we were right. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> to be absolutely fair, we've we we both said uh, you know, and I'll reiterate, if we're wrong, please, please prove us yeah. wrong. 
Please. I would love to. We want to like these. The movies. thing is, I really loved The Dark Knight, and I mean, it really—it's one. Of, it was probably my favorite movie at that moment. Well, that's not true. It's always going to be Shaun of the Dead, but that's between me and Shaun of the Dead. It, but mm. short of Simon Pegg movies, it's—it was my favorite movie, and um, it, Rises just completely ruined it. Like I can't go back and enjoy that movie as much, having watched the where it where it all came to a head. Because you know where it's going, right? I, I'm yeah. watching the whole movie during the Dark Knight. I'm like, this isn't suspenseful at all. I, he's gonna. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is like his last night out. What am I worried about? Yeah. Yeah. So we've already. Mm. So uh, our friend Christopher White has some questions for us. Sure. Um, he says, uh, first, why when Flash went back in time to save his mother, was there three versions of himself? But when he went back in time for only 24 hours while trying to stop the tsunami, he briefly saw himself, but then the other disappeared. Why weren't there two flashes running around? We'll start with that one because he's got other questions. Okay. Um, you want to go for it? Um, sure. Um, I would say when the Flash went back in time to save his mother, um, there were three versions of himself. There was the child Barry of the 80s, mm-hmm. and there was the 2015 self. Now, that takes care of the, fl- the, the past and the present version. Mm-hmm. Then there was a third future version of himself. That's the one who motions to Barry not to save their mother while he's fighting Doc. Uh, uh, sorry, not Dr. Doom. What? <laughs> Professor Zoom or Reverse Flash, whatever. Um, I always think of him as Professor Zoom. It was Reverse Flash in this continuity. Right. Um, All we know is, is that that's, that's 2015 plus. We don't know exactly where. Right. We know he still looks pretty young now, in the footage, but. Now, maybe, maybe that would indicate that reverse flash isn't really dead and that future Barry still has to take him on, uh, take him down later. I think that's true. I think, um, I personally think that Eddie killing himself did nothing. I think he died for nothing. And I think that's going to show up on the show at some point. Well, Um, and I'll explain that a little later, but, um, or maybe that was just the future until Eddie killed himself. Yeah, it it, it but, gets into a question of whether a change in one version of reality creates a pocket reality or goes back and retroactively changes that reality. Mm-hmm. Right. And they but haven't the show, completely they haven't been, expounded which rules we're going to be using. Right. They haven't talked... Like There are three, I would say, three big time travel styles that you can go with. You can go with like the Everett, Wheel, Everett Wheeler um, multiverse theory. Mm-hmm. Um, every decision which says that every time you makes go back a new in decision, time, makes a new reality, makes a right, right. Every time you go back in time, the minute you step foot in that time, it creates an alternate reality, and the original reality goes on its merry way. So right. you never actually travel back in time, um, as such as creating or changing the the original timeline. Or there's the bootstrap paradox, or the ontological paradox, if you like, <clears throat> and that's just you always go back in time. You always did that. It, it all has to happen over and over again. There's no getting out of it. Well, the, uh, then there's the, the ripple effect example from last, what was it last week? You're talking about the, um, the fan theory. Or it was like a fanfic thing where Batman has to go back and be Joe chill himself. Yeah. That's a, yeah. And it has to happen right. that way. Right. That's the bootstrap paradox basically. Or another good, mm. um, example of the bootstrap paradox would be 12 monkeys. Right. Um, there's now, actually, then there's the ripple effect. Yeah, you, we'll go ahead. Sorry. And they're using all three of these to some measure. Right. And um, the ripple effect is just as straight-laced as you can damn get with time travel. You go back in time, you change anything, everything ripple, uh, everything that happened gets erased, everything is changed. Back to the future. Back to the future, except for that weird part of the, the middle of the movie of part two. <laughs> um. <laughs> It was a it was a comedy after all, man. Yeah, they, they I mean, played around. Uh, now, as for him seeing himself, like in the in the tsunami episode when he's running and he sees himself to the left of himself, and he says, "And then I disappeared." And then later on, he's running again, and he goes so fast that he goes back in time and he sees himself from the other side. Mm-hmm. So that's all that was. It was he was just traveling through time. It well, they they for a brief second. There's still the the version of Barry that has to go back and tell him not to uh, save his mother. There's mm-hmm. no reason to think that the, in the process of gaining that much speed that you don't kind of run into an area where you might see another version of even yourself. And it could even be his version of his self that's going back to do like the bootstrap idea. Because the bootstrap version right. of this is that future Barry has to be there to tell him that. So now whatever it is that Barry 2015 is doing at some point in the future, he's going to go time travel again, come back and tell himself mm-hmm. to, you know, chill and that it's a locked right. in event now. 
Yeah, I mean, but, you know, the, the, the show has not been forthcoming up to this point with exactly how they're handling all of it. Um, so my my thought is that Harrison Wells, or Eobard Thawne, I should say, mm-hmm. faked his own death to to make them think that it was Eddie who was his original uh, ancestor or whatever. Because if Eddie had killed himself and Eobard disappeared from the timeline, he never would have gone back in time and Barry's dad never would have gone to prison, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And also we don't know where Harrison Wells is. Like why would Star Lab still be there? Like that's why I think that what's going to happen is that um, Eobard faked his way out, made it look like he, he died. And his true ancestor is um, Malcolm Thawne, who is the uh, twin brother of of um, Barry Allen, and they were separated at oh. birth. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so yeah. and they we they we have been bringing in mysticism into the Arrow Flash universe. So and let us not forget that Malcolm Thawne well, as Cobalt Blue they're using utilize mysticism. Yeah, he did. And um, you know, Zoom's character has a lot of revenge, jealousy to him too. It's a it's a theme that might be around. Mm-hmm. We don't know what the hell he's up to yet, though. Um, and that would explain, that would actually answer um, Christopher White's other question. Uh, Thawne said he wouldn't be born for another 138 years, so how did he and Barry even know each other? Um, well, uh, Eobard actually did tell him that the history between the Allens and the Thawnes was very long mm-hmm. and complicated. So it, I am almost completely certain that we are going to meet Cobalt Blue, if not as Zoom, then as somebody else coming soon. Because I really do I think that Eobard faked his own death and that he's actually a descendant of Malcolm Thawne, who would be Barry's twin brother, who coveted the, the powers that I mean, I'm, Barry I'm up got. for Cobalt Blue just because I think it's a fucking cool name at the very least. It is a cool, cool, just, cool I like the name. code name, Be- man. If I was Cisco, I'd be high-fiving Pollux. somebody. Better than Pollux. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but they, they gave us an actual, an in-house description for why uh, when he was Eobard, he hated him as much. And they have, they, there is, there's like a, it's not, it's not Hatfield McCoy. It's just, it's. Um, well, it was very undisclosed as far as like what exactly was going well, on between the, well, the Allens and the Thons. Right. Though. But the Allens and the Thons have, have just, apparently in Eddie's version of history, or not, uh, Eobard's version of of his own genealogy and, and past, he he's always seen those two as competing. And the way he thinks of it is if the Allens didn't exist, then the Thons would be the greatest family in the history of, well, his known universe. And it pisses him off. It's part of what the, part of the motivation they gave us even in the show was just good old family pride. And I imagined, I'm not sure they were that specific about it, but I imagine that since this Barry Allen is the first in a line of what are going to be really insanely productive Allens, that he's the one he hates. Mm -hmm. Well, part of the reason that he's the one that, okay, part of the reason that Eobard hates the Flash so much is, well, to begin with, is because in the comic books, and I don't know how they're going to do that in the show because they always change stuff, Mm -hmm. but in the comics... Malcolm Thawne was Barry's long-lost twin brother. He started dabbling in mysticism, became Cobalt Blue. Mm-hmm. Now, the here's, the, here's the, the, the real point of interest at this, is that he, basically his soul gets put into each Thawne after him. After he dies, like, that soul keeps going and going and going right. throughout the generations. So, it is Malcolm Thawne and his hatred that fuels the Thawnes for the... Up to Eobard. Which would weirdly make Eobard the most, like, loving of, of any of the Thons that have ever met Alan. Because he actually did, as he put it, you know, kind of... He really started to like the kid. Which would be... He did. Hard to fight, you know, a, literally a magical past of hate. Yeah, and I think that was more or less just... Um, <laughs> I don't know, admiration, maybe? Hey, you I, know, you just get to know a guy after a while. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know that that's where they're going to go with it. I, I would bet anything that he's that he's they're going to be calling Cobalt Blue Zoom. I believe Zoom is going to be Cobalt Blue in some way or another. Um, and we were wondering about that when we saw that the true. first promo like months yeah, ago. Because the Blue Streak. By the, yeah. By the way, Zoom, the character that they're showing us is like a blue flash running around. Mm-hmm. Zoom in the comics looks just like Reverse Flash. Yes. He's just another version of Reverse Flash. So <laughs> One that doesn't have to 
worry about the X's, Y's, and Z's of how, you know, travel works. Or more, yeah, I think, or more accurately, I think he was the first version of the Reverse Flash, actually. Ooh, I can't remember on that one. I think he was. I do know as far as I'm, the canon goes, you know. he's the most advanced version of any of the speedsters. He doesn't even he doesn't even yeah. pay attention. Yeah. To, he just runs through time itself. He's yeah. even for I a think, speedster, he's genuinely mm-hmm. like shit yourself scary. Yeah. So they've already changed the history. They've already changed what Zoom looks like and who Zoom is because they didn't want to do Reverse Flash again. And I get that, and it's confusing as hell anyway. Of course. So part of it is it does help to know. Um, some of the backstory in the canon, but I don't think they're going to be going along with all of it, obviously, because some of it's pretty confusing. No. By the way, in, it's mostly useful for getting themes because, to be able to take and, and pull apart. Yeah. I feel remiss, though, on um, on Edward's question, because we listed a bunch of villains, but we didn't mention Killer Freaking Frost, who Caitlin is probably going to become, or definitely going to become. Yeah, in some iteration, she crossed my anyway. mind and you said something funny. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's it's okay. And All even right, her, so you I know, it's, that... it's kind of a... <laughs> Killer Frost may be one of the better sounding ones out of a lot of them. Yeah, yeah. But still not quite as cool as Captain Cold. Yeah, a lot of There's cold something about though. carving up hookers, man. <laughs> just makes you a badass villain. I don't know it, what... Just a rite of passage for all of them. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I think that's going to wrap it up for this episode, though. What do you think? I believe, I believe uh, we've gone way past the news and, and, and beyond, man. All right, so um, we are DC On Screen. We are proud members of the Giant Size Team Up Network. You can find every episode on DCOnScreen.com. We're also on iTunes and Stitcher. Um, Go ahead and just hit that subscribe button or give us some uh, five-star ratings and reviews because those things really do help us get out there. And, um, God, we we enjoy hearing from you guys. I always love when we have a listener listener feedback segment um, because that's, that's one of my favorite parts of the show is just talking to you guys. So... If you have questions or comments, let us know. And uh, if you would like a similar podcast to ours about the Marvel Cinematic Universe, go check out our friends Matt Carroll and Jeff Randall at the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast or mcucast.com. I guessed it over there uh, last week and uh, did an episode. I think that's still the latest episode up over there. Uh, we had a lot of fun talking about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So, uh, and a lot of speculation about the new Marvel movies coming out. So uh, I think that's going to wrap it up. And until next week when we'll be doing more Gotham reviews, more Flash, more um, Arrow, more... Uh, I think we'll be having a Supergirl coming up fairly soon. It's it's uh, a deluge of it's, capes it's, and fun, man. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have a lot of fun. We won't like everything, but uh, I hope you guys join us on the journey and let us know what you thought. Until then, keep some DC on your screen. <laughs>